The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at Flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, HouseofCupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Speaking Podcast. This is Jay Black, Sans, Jessica Gibson, and Bill Spadia. Uh, We had a meeting today over the phone, and uh, here's the way it's going to work, guys. Uh, Bill will be back next week. I'm going to get a dispatch from Jessica in her quarantine this week. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to be dropping shorter episodes throughout the week, uh, just checking in on the quarantine, talking about what's going on in the Black family, and uh, seeing, I think, because many of you at home are in New Jersey, and we are in quarantine in New Jersey as well, uh, we can share our stories, and uh, you guys... You know, email us. Tell us your stories. Let's let's see what's going on here. Um, and and commiserate because there's nothing worse than being stuck inside with your family. Isn't that right, my wife Christina? I love every second. I was about to say the dispatch from Jessica's house is going to be a lot different. It's uh, just it's just her and Chase, right? Probably what they read, what they watched. Yeah, I I've spent uh, a lot of time playing Uno. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. spent a lot of time uh, flying kites. Mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time playing Shopkins uh, Go Fish. Well, a lot of time on Google Meet helping the kids. Not really. I, no, I, I, that's what you're doing. When I was no, playing. I was looking at pornography. <sighs> yeah, you should always think when I'm on the computer, it's pornography, honey. One hundred percent. Oh, that's on me. Yeah, that's 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 a you problem, not a me problem. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, well, let's let's talk about that because I'll be honest with you, I. I think I was built for quarantine. I think you were too. I think this is a hap. I know, now I know this is a horrible thing going on, and I really feel bad for people going through it. We want everybody to be well and safe, but but Jay Black is loving the fact that he doesn't have to leave his house. If the only problem, mm-hmm. there's a minor one, okay. is money. Eesh. The fact that I'm not making money is not good. But everything else has been delightful. <laughs> I I was you know how I always talk about like. I don't understand how anybody with my genetic stock made it through like olden times. You said that so many times. I don't think any one of my ancestors. How did they make it through the Middle Ages? I don't like. This you know, is how. I don't like spiders. They hunkered down. Mm-hmm. They hunkered down when everybody else was out getting diseases. <laughs> the Black family was hunkering right. down, fighting wars. Everybody else fighting a war. We were hunkering down. <laughs> We've solved the, that age-old question. That's right. We hunkered down like rats. My family of rats. Uh, I got to tell you, I have felt like I felt like Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been like flying kites. We went out. We got a kite. We we went outside. Social distance. Every time I see anybody, you I like to say social distance over and over and loudly. Over. Whenever anybody's walking near us in uh, in our, uh, we have like a field in the backyard. I, I loudly go social distance. Yes, and it's funny every time. Well, it's it's not supposed to be hilarious. It's supposed to be funny, but also hey, stay away. <laughs> I'm taking it seriously. I know I don't you, wanna... you, you are taking this very seriously. You won't even let us leave the house. Not like you, who I have on good authority, have been making out with random strangers. Well, only ones that have just come in the country from somewhere. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yes. I mean, they're exotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, it's it's been very Little House on the Prairie-y. Mm-hmm. You know? I will say, and I think that this is the most surprising part of this, I was fully expecting, like in my brain, mm-hmm. like we're stuck inside for near a month. Mm-hmm. In my brain, I was going to work out. Yes. I was going to have like 12 screenplays written. Yeah. I was going to have like an entire new hour of material. Mm-hmm. I, I have felt 
overwhelmed with these children. My friends were just saying that today. We thought we would have some Netflix yeah. shows under our belts, some books. It is a lot of work. I mean, we've been we've we haven't had Netflix. We've had chill, but quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more like ice, right? Uh, but yeah, it's it's been um, it it's been overwhelming. And I, I I saw an interesting thing. I think it was on Reddit. Somebody said, or did you send it to me? Where it was, uh, now that I've had to spend all day long with my kids, when this coronavirus is over, I think every teacher should be paid a million dollars a year. Did you see that? I agree. Yeah. And I think that actually, I think this is going to help us because in New Jersey, especially, we're very... Uh very vilified as teachers. I'm a high school teacher. Well, maybe if you guys weren't doing nothing all day long. Okay. I'm sorry. I've just been on NJ1015 too long. <laughs> but I think a lot of the, uh, actually a lot of parents are complaining we're doing too much. Right. Which, fine, whatever. But hey, you cannot say we are not doing our jobs and they will pay us more because every parent is drunk right now. Uh, yeah. Tr trying to deal with their kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's... It's honestly been lovely, uh, overwhelming and lovely. Uh, How do you feel being stuck with me? Overwhelming and lovely. Overwhelming <laughs> and lovely. Um, some of my friends and I were speaking about uh, at the end of this, will we have more divorces or more children? Uh, I think both. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think it's going to be a lot of pregnant women kicking out their husbands. <laughs> I will raise these children by myself <laughs> rather than deal another day with you, you oh. know I think I think it'll be equal. I think nine months from now you'll have uh, a lot more divorces and a lot more kids. Uh, so, uh, what I promised my family because we're gonna we started we have a version of this that will never be released where it was all five of us <laughs> talking at once. And Penny, my youngest, just started making wolf noises. Well, over she her. wanted our dog Rosie to be. Yeah, she wanted Rosie to be part mm -hmm. of it. So she was doing Rosie's voice, just doing woof woof. So that was my uh, wife's take. Chris, any other thoughts that you want to shoot out there to the world? Nope, I think my time is up. I see that the other kids are very ready to share their quarantine experiences. All right. And they better be lovely because you're stuck with us afterwards. All right, stick around. Next up is Keen Black. And we are back with uh, Keen Black, or as I like to call you, Keen-O Black. Uh, my son, who's 12. Hello. He's in middle school right now, so I thought I'd talk to him a little bit about how he thought uh, schooling was going. How, how's it working out? Well, Thanks. it's disorganized. I mean... I mean, I get it. It's new to the teachers. It's new to everybody. Right. And, like, I just feel like, because, imagine this. Like, I'm walking on, like, I don't know, social studies essay about Julius Caesar. Right. And all of a sudden, I get a notification on my phone. So, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you have science now. And then after you've done the science, it's like, oh, I'm done for the day. But all of a sudden, your language arts teacher posts something out. And it's like, feels like it's going on and on. So, you would be happier if you got all of your stuff at the beginning of the day so you at least could plan out how to get everything done. Yeah, a little, but it feels overwhelming. And mm -hmm. I think my principal told all the teachers to, like, tone it down. Right. Yeah, I think that finding the balance of how much work every kid can do on their own is difficult. Because when you're in a class, you know, you have that, what, 50 minutes that you're in the class that the teacher at least knows that you're all there and they're trying to figure out, uh, you know we're all moving along at the same pace and then I can give you individual help as you need yeah. it. Now they're trying to treat everybody as an individual. It's difficult to do. At least with, like, Google Meet is a good way 
But then again, not everybody's going to attend the Google Meet. Well, how? Why is that? I thought everybody had to attend. They they don't. No, 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 no. Like sometimes I accidentally miss it because, like sometimes it started way too early. I remember I slept through one. Oh, all right, right. Well, don't tell your teacher that. If your teacher's listening, you were out gardening. Yes, I was out gardening. I was in, in, our, in our in our freedom garden because you know. <laughs> we're raising. I don't know. Carrot. We're raising turnips for freedom. Uh, and every day, it's just, you know, like, it's like, you know, like, at least the weekends, we still have that. Do you feel like you're learning as much, or, or are you learning less with having your teachers uh, do it remotely? Yeah, I really don't, I really, like, I guess I learned some stuff. By the way, you're hearing my dog attack a bone. I don't know what's going on back there. All right, so you you feel like you're learning more or you're learning less? I can't sound in the middle because, like, all I learn is, like, an area of a triangle. I think that's it, what I remember right now. But, but I mean, in math class, if you're doing area of a triangle, if if you learned it, then, you know, you, you got it. So whether or not you're there, I mean, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Do you feel like you would have learned it better had you been at school? I think I learned it better at school because I, if I could ask if... I can ask you, but you don't know what's in the teacher's head. The right. teachers know what's in the head. Like, maybe you say, oh, this is how I do it, which was the old way back in, like, the what? 80s. What? I'm hip. You, I'm young. Do you, you see got, my hats on sideways? I'm a young man. But, but, you know, like, math and, like, other stuff gets new. So, like, the old ways, you know, like, you teach me a little old way. And if I go back to school, like, teacher's like... Why are you doing it that way? Because teachers are very strict about how you do it. Gotcha. All right. Fair enough. So. All right. Uh, real fast, because we're almost out of time. Uh, to all of the uh, high school or middle school kids that might be listening to this, do you have anything to say? Just enjoy the time you have. <laughs> enjoy the time you have. Very nice. Thank you for joining me. Keen Black, my son. Go to bed now. No. Uh, next up is Annabelle, nine years old. Let's see what she has to say. All right, we're back with Annabelle Black. Hello. Annabelle, uh, nine years old, attends Beeler Elementary, and uh, is a tier three kid. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. She's gifted and talented. Is uh, ooh, she sounds like me? Yeah. So, uh, it's how's it going? How do you like the quarantine so far? Um, I like it, but I missed a lot of schoolwork. <laughs> you miss a lot of schoolwork. What do you mean? Because. The first day, I missed the whole lesson because I had no idea what to do. And for the first few days, so we do these charts for math and reading and writing. And so I missed one of the charts for a few days. Right. Well, and I, I, Mommy told me that you were not submitting anything. You didn't know you had to submit. <laughs> I didn't know I had to turn it in. Okay. So you, you just assumed that your teachers would <laughs> do it on the honor system? I don't like when you went back in June, they'd be like, all right, and you'd hand in a stack of papers this high. I don't know. Okay. Well, what about uh, the family? Do you think we're getting along okay? I mean, because it is kind of tense. We're, we're on the house all the time. Yeah. Um, usually spend time cleaning out the garage, and Keen's just on his switch because he's a tween. Yeah, he's a tween. Yeah, he's a yeah. tween. Uh, do you miss your friends? Do you find yourself uh, texting them? Well, no. No, here's you had the ultimate black family move. You were on a text chain with all of your friends and you're like, Dad, show me how to get off this text chain because I don't yes, want to be involved because, anymore. Like, oh, there's so many people. There's so like the whole class. Almost the whole class were on it. Right. And so I just went to my dad and said take me off with this. Yeah. Well, I mean it's tough because uh, you know, you're so popular. Everybody loves you. 
All right, Annabelle, anything you want to say to the world? I'm awesome. You're awesome. All right, thanks, Annabelle. No, I, don't, I want to stay. You want to stay? What? I want to stay. What, what else do you have to say? I just spend time giving compliments to me. All right, I think Penny is... No! Well, I, th I was going to say, I don't think Penny cares about coming on. Yeah. So, uh, you know what you can do? Why don't you do this? Help me intro the piece with uh, Jessica. So, I recorded earlier Jessica uh, uh, Gibson, my co-host in the speaking podcast. She did a dispatch from her house. So, we're going on, know, know what's going on over there. Her husband grew a goatee. She was, so, goatee is like, you know how I have a beard? Yeah. Imagine if it was only here. You don't think that's a good look? Ew. It looks like a goat beard. Well, I mean, that's the whole idea. It's a goatee. Uh, what do you think of Daddy's beard? Looking good? Yeah, and Mom loves the color. Yeah, no. My, I was talking to Jessica about this. Uh, Christina, my wife, does not like the fact that I dye my beard. Wink, wink. Yeah, so you think, as well I do, she secretly likes it. She secretly loves it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, why do girls not say what they're thinking, Annabelle? Why no. do they have secrets? I don't know. Girls have a lot of secrets. I know. Yeah, it's it, and drama. I don't do the. I don't cause the drama. I fix the drama. Oh yeah, how do you fix the drama? By telling them that the drama is stupid. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, here's what I need you to do. I need you to say, "Coming right up, Jessica Gibson." Coming right up, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait till I'm done. Coming right up is Jessica Gibson giving her dispatch. Uh, I can't say that. Coming right up, Jessica Gibson talking about the quarantine with Jay Black. Okay. Go try it. Coming right up is Jess. Jessica Gibson. <laughs> Jessica Gibson. Talking the quarantine. Talking the quarantine. With my daddy, Jay Black. With my daddy, Jay Black. All right, he, stick, stick. No, he smells. Oh, stick around. And Annabelle's awesome. Please know that. Okay, so we have uh, Jessica Gibson on the line. This, everything's focaccia, Jessica. Everybody's yeah, all over the place. First off, you? I mean, everything's kind of okay for me right now. I'm, I'm doing okay, like fine. Yeah. So, you? so you're, you're, uh, you're at home, but you work from home, and I, I can't work from home because I'm a comedian, you know. So I, I, you know, the writing part I can do from home, but like the actual going out part. But here's what I discovered: I, I don't like working. I, I like being at home doing nothing. It, this has been great. <laughs> Sitting is fine. Yeah, I mean, other than the lack of money, which is problematic, uh, the rest of it has been fantastic. The 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 quarantine has actually improved everything in my life. We should have these every couple of months. Yeah, the money sounds like a problem for future Jay, maybe like in September. Yeah, future Jay might need to eat, but present Jay's doing great. <laughs> so uh, um, I'm doing great too. Um, but I, my husband is walking around with no sports to watch. Um, he's not used to working from home and he grew a goatee this week. Um, so it's like a whole different person's walking around the house. Well, first off, I need to interrupt here, Jessica, because I have been told on, on good authority that you hate facial hair. Yeah. By, uh, from me that came from. Yeah. You said you hate facial hair. Uh, I can't stand it. It's so gross. So even on your husband, whom you love. And yeah. your brand new husband, I mean, you guys, the, the new husband's smell is still on him. He, his goatee, you're still like, oh, gross, Chase, come on. You, you're, you're not even digging it a little bit on the man you love? Uh, he said he feels like a badass, so I'm <laughs> glad he, like, you know, loves it and is enjoying it. But 
I can't wait to see it go. And um, he actually, he did shave it. I couldn't wait to see it go. He just shaved it because he was afraid his mom would yell at him. Uh, so. That is hilarious. <laughs> he was more, well, his mom is anti-facial hair? Apparently. Thank goodness. So, well, you know what? They say that boys like girls who are similar to their moms. Oh. Girls, <laughs> girls like boys who are similar to their dads. So your Chase's moms hate facial hair. You hate facial hair. I think it holds up. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. It was really nasty, but I'm sorry. I, it's different because, like, Jay, like, I've always known you with a beard, so it's never been that, like, you know, what's going on weirdness phase yeah, that- when, like... Yeah, the the first like week and a half of any beard is is truly unsettling for all involved because it it does it, you're either like you're you're not quite hipster bartender yet, but it, you're also a little bit like homeless. Like you you have that look of like in between. You got- uh, yeah, it's brutal. And he walked out of the bathroom this morning. I was like, "Hey, man, thank God, <laughs> I cannot look at that anymore." And I, I will say, there is nothing worse than when your wife goes, "Listen, if it makes you feel okay, I guess I'll be all right with it." That—that's the wife equivalent of, "I hate it. I hate everything about it. Please shave it off, uh, or I'll divorce you." I mean, that's the message being sent. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I guess. It's clear he's going crazy because he can't even watch sports, so. Tell him I think he should grow a ZZ Top style down to his ankles beard. <laughs> that should be his quarantine challenge. I want him I want him to look like ZZ Top circa 1985. Yeah. Well, what has your family been doing for quarantine? I mean, do you have a quarantine beard? I'm assuming you can't get the, to the hair salon and stuff. Well, I mean, I, I trim my beard on my own, but I will say that I spent a couple of days, like, not taming it. And I had to do a video call for uh, a, a potential show that I'm doing uh, online. So I had to, like, actually go and, and shave around, you know, like, you know, the neck area and above the cheeks and, and sort of bring it under control. And I realized as I looked in the mirror to do that, I hadn't looked in the mirror in maybe eight days because there's been no need. Like, it's, you know, my wife and I have been married, uh, Christ, 35 years now. No, that seems wrong. Um, 14, 16 years so uh, she knows what I look like. You know, I, I don't wow. have to dress up for her. And my kids, uh, they think I'm ugly no matter what I do. So, uh, you know, I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, that's what I look like. Uh, I should probably, uh, you know, shower and comb this hair. Yeah. Nice. I'm very much Congratulations. like. Congratulations. Do you feel like a new person? It does. Like, you know, I, I've always said if you're trying to do anything from home, you have to, like, at, treat it like you're going to work, like actually get up and and shower and, and uh, you know, put on clothes. And I have not followed that once in the 12 years I've been a full time stand up comedian. But I understand the idea of it. So when I did, you know, shower and comb my hair and, and brush my teeth and all, I was like, yeah, I, I feel like a human being. This is nice. Yeah, I got to warn you, this is going to be gross, but. I, like, follow that rule. I shower every day, but I haven't washed my hair since, like, Saturday. Well, I don't... So, okay, I don't know if that's gross because I know girls' hair, like, is different. It's, like, difficult to get that under control, right? Yeah, it's, like, covered in, like, bleach to make a blonde, so it doesn't really need all that, so... Wait, you're not a blonde? Not naturally. So, yeah, I've I've seen, like, one person since, like, you know... A week. Are you going to use the quarantine as an opportunity to to grow it out and go? What's your regular color? I'm assuming brown. Yeah. Uh, no, I hope not. I mean, 
we'll see how long this goes on for. I might not have a choice. Oh, right, because you, like, you're not doing just for men out of the bottle like I am for my beard. You have to like go oh, to a no. place. I thought you went to a place, too. I did it the first time, and it was $60, and then I was like, just for men is $8, and I can't tell a difference. Maybe other people can, so I switched to just for men for my for my beard. Yeah, smart. Yeah, so I can do that at home, and uh, but there's no need to, because like I said, my wife is like trying to say, I like it better with the gray. I'm, I'm saying it on the podcast, because I believe this is true. She just likes me looking older than her. That is 100%. She doesn't find Gray attractive. She finds me being older than her attractive. And I'm, I'm going down. This is, my, this is me throwing the gauntlet down, Chris, if you're listening. That's the, that's the reason why you like the gray hair. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. She would, I think she would like it. My daughter, my youngest, uh, Penny, keeps saying that I should uh, dye my hair, uh, my beard white, so I look like Santa. She, she'd be very happy if I was... Uh, I don't know if she's... If she thinks that I would look good as Santa, or if I had a white beard, I'd magically be able to bring her presents. Like I don't, I don't know how four-year-old logic works, but what one of the have two? Have you not put on a Santa suit yet? No, I don't put on the Santa suit. My my son does. Um, now we all know it's my son. We don't pretend it's it's Santa. But he doesn't have a beard. Well, we have a fake beard for him. He, he... That's why I'm asking. Since you've grown the beard, how haven't you like put on a full Santa costume yet? No, 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 no. I, 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 I think that. Uh, well, I'd still have to like what? I'd have to to put on a fake beard to make it white. Otherwise, I'm like young Santa. I'm young hot Santa. Young. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, Jessica. You don't have to agree. I think the rest of the world listing uh, agrees. Young hot Santa. <laughs> Hey, remember um, when Kurt Russell was in that movie and uh, he was Santa Claus and everybody was calling him Hot Santa? No. It was like a Netflix movie. I, I think it's, it, well, yeah, I'm sure it's still on Netflix. That uh, there was a lot of like uh, like moms who were uh, uh, feeling a little spicy about uh, Santa Claus in that one. Well, I do need um, quarantine watch lists. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. I'm going to give you one right now if you like drama. Do you like drama, yeah. Jessica? I do. Halt and Catch Fire, currently on Netflix. Halt and Catch Fire. It stars uh, Mackenzie something or other, the the tall blonde lady from the Terminator, the latest Terminator movie. Uh, All right. I forget her. And also it stars uh, the the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. It takes place in the 80s, and it's uh, uh, a movie. It's like a TV show like Mad Men was, except it takes place in the 80s in Texas about the start of the computer, uh, the personal computer. And uh, the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy is like a Steve Jobs type. And the girl from Terminator is a... Um, uh, you know, like a badass programmer, and then the guy from uh, uh, the the guy in the wheelchair from Batman v Superman, Scoot McNary, plays a uh, Steve Wozniak type. And uh, there's four uh, full seasons on. First season not so great, but the rest of it is fantastic. That is my suggestion. So stick with it; it gets better. It does. It builds. Uh, what they did was in the first season they tried to make uh, the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy like. Uh, uh, Don Draper, you know, like he's got like this secret history and we're going to find out over time what the history is. And it's like, hey, none of us care about that. We just want to see computer shit. So like, just do that. So they figured that out in the second season and it switches over to a drama about trying to make computers in olden times. And it's great. 
Yeah, because even in um, the Wikipedia, it says Mad Men. People yeah. who like Mad Men like this series. It is very similar to Mad Men. And as you know, Jessica... I'm a madman. I love madmen. I think they're fanta- that's a fantastic show. Perhaps the greatest show of the last 25 years. So did he write the Coca-Cola commercial? That's what they're implying at the end, yes. Uh, that the Don is never going to find happiness. Don is only ever going to be able to use others, other people's idea of happiness to sell them things. And the idea that he is searching for something outside of himself is a mistake because there, there's no there there. All he is able to do is commodify spirituality. He can't, he can't feel spiritual. He can only commodify it. And that's his... I mean, whether or not you want to call that a conclusion, that's the the truth that he comes to, that all this new age hooey that he's trying to fix himself with is eventually just churned through the capitalistic sense in his mind into the Coca-Cola commercial. Mm, I didn't get that from it. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that Don, uh, Don is the perfect American, somebody with a made-up past who is unable to feel anything except uh, what the capitalist machine uh, tells him to feel, which yeah. I, I mean, considering that the last time the president spoke, he said, uh, hey, a couple of people, I'm not saying we're not going to get our hair must. We might get two or three million people dead, but, you know, it's important that we get the stock market rolling again. Uh, I think Mad Men is uh, ever prescient as to the way America feels about itself. Yeah, crazy times. It is crazy times, and I'm glad that you checked in. Uh, this is this is nice. What we'll be doing is uh, Jessica and Bill and uh, me and uh, we'll be we'll be connecting as we can. Bill is just texting us. He's he's crazy with the show and his and his radio and figuring that all out. And in the meantime, there'll be dispatches from the quarantine from me and my family as to how we're surviving. And Jessica, I wonder. It. Uh, I, I was just saying, if you record some dispatches when you get the feeling, just send them over and we'll pump them out. Just, you know, giving people updates as to the state of Chase's uh, uh, facial hair. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Bill is growing a quarantine beard since he's on TV. Oh, I don't think he can grow. I mean, he's still got to, you know, look good. He, he's People are still looking at his face. All right, so you agree. Don't look good equals beard. Ah, <laughs> you trapped me, Jessica. You 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 Tom Robinsoned me like you you Atticus, Atticus Finched me. Uh, well, listen, I never look good. There's no way to make me look good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I will send dispatches if we um, if anything comes up. Nothing is happening here. Like literally, nothing's going on. So. Well, if I'll tell you what, if you watch the first episode of Halt and Catch Fire, record yourself and you hate it. Record yourself talking about how stupid I am and send it over and we'll put that out. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for checking in, Jessica. Uh, I will. If we don't hear from you next week, we'll get your dispatches in the meantime. All right. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. And that was uh, the Speaking Quarantine Show. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a weird episode. And again, we're all trying to figure out how this is going to work because uh, we are... You know, just like my sons and daughters teachers, just like my wife trying to teach the deaf uh, over uh, Google Meet and just like everybody on TV filming from their house. We're trying to figure this out as we go along. And uh, it's it's weird and it's tough, but we're in it together. Right, guys? The worst thing is that every time you go on YouTube, all you see is 
Clone of that and clone of this. It's scary. I just wanted to have a distraction. No, the worst part is that we're in it together. <laughs> yeah, that is the worst part. It'd be a lot easier if we were in it apart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we're happy that you're here with us. And, uh, you know, Bill will be back next week. And uh, we're going to drop in a couple of times over the course of the week, see how you're doing. And uh, we're going to, you know, do, do different things. I think this coming uh, Thursday or Friday, we're going to have a discussion of some videos that we want to suggest to everybody. So, what, what, What's our slogan? What, what are we going to say in every episode? Annabelle is awesome. Annabelle is awesome. We're also perhaps uh, don't die. <laughs> uh, no, stay safe. Please don't die. Everybody stay, stay home. Stay safe and please don't, don't die. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey.